0: Thanks for tuning in to the Charles Novell School of Music podcast, The Best Day Yet. Here you'll find tips, insight, and information to help your music and your ministry succeed. Whether you're a singer, a musician, or a songwriter, we want to help you where you are, but we also want to help you get to where you want to go. We believe that our talents are God's gift to us, but what we do with those are our gift back to God. Yesterday's information is important, but what we can learn today will make this the best day yet. Hello, Rob Novell here with the Charles Novell School of Music. Just want to remind you about CNS 24 happening July 14th through the 20th at Murray State University in Murray, Kentucky. CNS is a place for you to take your music and your ministry to the next level. It allows you to ask the right people the right questions to get the right answers. For more information, visit us online at www.cnsmusic.com. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the CNS podcast, The Best Day Yet Hope this finds everyone doing well today. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule to tune in to our episode. We're excited about what we're going to talk about today. Um, we are talking about a rut perspective. And uh, what does that mean? Well, here we go. I, he- I hear a lot of times, um, man, uh, Rob, I-, I just, I don't feel like I can move forward, Um I feel like I'm I'm just spinning my wheels, or I feel like I'm I'm just stuck in a rut with my music, with uh, advancing in this area, with my songwriting, with uh, my vocal development. Uh, how do we get out of these ruts? And you know, we we all get there. We all find ourselves in these situations, and you know, we got to kind of go back to last week's episode. Uh, not that these are connected. But they're connected <laughs> with what we're going to talk today. We talked last week about thoughts. Um, you know, your thoughts can control you. And if we are working from a place of negative thoughts, then our our thoughts are gonna. Those negative thoughts are gonna produce negative results. If we're thinking from a more positive standpoint, then obviously we're gonna have more positive results but you know a lot of this is our perspective on things and we're we're going to talk about that in today's episode you know there are things that um when when we get kind of in these ruts sometimes the negative thoughts can creep in um have you have you ever said things like i'm not good enough or i don't belong uh maybe maybe hey i'm i feel overlooked I don't feel recognized or man, I can't do that. Um, I'm not appreciated or, you know, maybe even, man, I'm, I'm, I'm not needed here. I, man, I know I find myself on that entire list. Um, <laughs> the, the, I'm not appreciated. We have a dog, uh, we have a dog named Kiyoshi, K-Y-O-S-H-I, uh, Kiyoshi. Don't know. It's my daughter's dog. She named it. Um, she also had a turtle. Now my, my daughter's older now, and she named this dog Kiyoshi in her twenties, but Aaliyah had a turtle when she was like three or four and she named the turtle Oshawa. So I don't know. She just is into these, these strange names. I can't imagine what she's going to name my first grandchild. Uh, but anyway, Kiyoshi here's Kiyoshi's routine. Kiyoshi gets up every morning. We hear her running, uh, down the hallway, um, from upstairs she, she, you know, bull through a China shop down the stairs and she comes in and, um, um, she will run in, you know, say a Saturday morning, Jen and I are sitting on the couch. She will, will run in and she will greet Jen, her grandmother. And man, that dog, she ignores me until about 12 PM in the day or uh, if I happen to be sitting there eating, guess, guess who uh, wants to give me some attention? So there's, there's times I, I just feel invisible to this dog. You know, I don't <laughs> I don't feel too, too appreciated, but you know, on a serious note, the, you know, the, the, I'm not good enough. I don't belong. I can't do that. Um, you know, these are all real feelings that, we go through, and um, honestly, I've <laughs> kind of approached these things myself here here recently. Uh, last Monday night, or let's see, not last Monday night. I don't know. It was um, the last Monday night of November. Which was the twenty seventh? Uh, I was in Nashville. I was part of an event for the Veranda Ministries. The Veranda is ran by Marianne oglesby Southerly. Uh, we did a podcast on that a couple weeks back, and Marianne's on our staff at CNS, and uh, she invited me to come and be part of the concert. And uh, they established something new this year called the Carol of the Keys, and she asked me to be involved in on that, and. I said yes, um, wanted to be a part, wanted to go and help support. The Verandas is an amazing ministry there in Nashville, and I I wanted to be involved and support the cause, and uh, so I said yes, and then you all, I'm going to be totally transparent today. Uh, so I was asked to play in this Carol of the Keys along with um, Jeff Duffield, uh, Josh Singletary, and Roger Talley, and you all these are three absolute monster piano players uh jeff duffield is so gifted and and for years i have respected what he does josh singletary is is he's 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 a cheat code he's a beast he is just and then roger tally holy cow so (laughs) you know, sometimes maybe, um, the real lesson today is make sure you want to say yes. So, uh, I said yes. And then, then I realized, oh my goodness, I'm little old me has got to play with these guys. And uh, Jeff sent out this arrangement and it was like a four page score of an eight song medley with like 127 key changes. Um, I might be stretching that a little bit, maybe 120. Uh, and when I when I saw Jeff, I'm like, you know, all the arrangement is missing <laughs> is is a key change. So I start working on this arrangement and, and start practicing it. And and you know, I I we talk about doing what we do with excellence. That's that's uh, kind of part of our mission statement with the Charlestonville School of Music. Why do we offer this school? We want to help you all uh, perfect your music, but We want to do what we do under the Lord to the best of our ability. So I began working it and working and working and working, and uh, you all. I went in there a a nervous wreck about having to play with these guys, and um, you know, I once I got there, everything changed. But here's the thing: it's it's our perspective on things. And a couple quotes before we get into you know the meat of things here. A couple of quotes that I ran across that I wanted to give you: Your perspective will either become your prison or your passport. Man, that's good. That's from Stephen Furtick. He's the the senior pastor of Elevation Church in, in North Carolina. Your perspective will either become your prison or your passport. Look, if I would have j- just rested and, and 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 stalled within the negative thoughts that I was having of "Holy cow, I got to play with these guys," man, that would have been become my prison. But on the other side of it, uh, your passport is something that allows you to go from here to there. Something that allows you uh, to advance. It's something that can open a door for you. I I see all of that. So it's our perspective on how we think about things. Another quote that I found, changing your perspective changes your experience. I definitely realized that Uh, on Monday, November 27th, when I got there and realized, you know, I can either worry about this thing or I can just enjoy myself. And it greatly changed the experience that I had. The final quote I want to give you, and I I love what this one says here. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And that is powerful stuff right there. When we change the way we look at things, the things you look at change. There's a scripture Isaiah 46 and 5 uh, in the Message Bible reads this way: "To whom will you compare me? Can you picture me without reducing me?" Man, that's talking about the the magnitude, the bigness, the greatness of our God. Can can we can we look at God without reducing Him? Can we look at our situation? Can we look at, at the things that we are looking at through the lenses of a mighty big God? Can we take the things and tell them how big the God we serve is, or do we try to take God and reduce him down to fit our situation? So man, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. All right. So let's get into this today. Uh, Love, love, love this uh, lesson and this thought that we're gonna gonna talk today. You know, we started by saying um, a, a a rut perspective. Uh, if you're feeling stuck or in a rut, uh, you know, it's like you're not getting anywhere, uh, be it in your music or be it uh, maybe in your uh, personal life. Uh, it it simply might be time to change your perspective how you look at things. Perspective is everything. When we change the way we look at things, you know, we just saw. It changes so much in our life, our situation, our music, our ministry can get better. You know, the the very definition of perspective is this, a particular attitude toward or a way of regarding something. In other words, uh, our perspective is our point of view. It's the lens that we see things through. It's the way that we see the world. It's the way that we see the... uh, task or the objective in front of us, uh, when it comes to changing things for the better, uh, changing our perspective is going to be absolutely going to be key. You know, it's just really, really important that here's what we got to come to grips with. It might mean changing our attitude or our outlook or our mindset. It might, might mean even looking at things from a different angle or seeing the silver lining you know, in every cloud, uh, we can find good in every situation if we look. So, whatever it takes, changing your perspective is essential if you want to make changes. Change, that's the word I'm not good with. We'll probably talk about that today. If you're not happy with where you are, if you feel like you're in that rut, you know what? Changing your perspective is the first step on the road to getting moving again. So let's talk several things today. The first one I want to talk about is stop comparing yourself to others. Comparing yourself to others is a surefire way to bring down your self-esteem and make you feel bad about yourself. It's also a waste of time because you're simply comparing apples to oranges with that, that situation with the veranda. You know what? Um, it's easy to get discouraged when you start comparing yourself. When I started comparing myself to the other players that were part of that thing, it's just natural. It's just easy to to you know start to get down and feel uh, unneeded, you know, un, unnecessary. I'm I'm thinking at one point through that. Why did Marianne ask me to be with all of these players? But you know what? It, it is. It's simply a waste of time. Like comparing apples to oranges, you know, God has given you a unique gift. He's given you a, a unique way of delivering what he needs you to deliver. I, I had to realize that that weekend, you know, I wasn't there to do anything besides what Rob was called there to do. So the comparison game, man, that's dangerous. We have got to get that um uh, change that perspective. Everyone has their own unique talents and strengths. So there's no use in trying to compare yourself to others. Number two, embrace change. I told you we'd talk about that. Change is a natural part of life. And there's something, there's some things that we just simply can't avoid. The only thing you can do is to embrace change, both the good and the bad. When something bad happens, don't resist it accept it and learn from it. You know, as I began working on that that four-page score and uh, there were songs that went a little better initially for me, and then I realized right off the bat that uh, there were um, more challenging pieces within that arrangement. Some of that was key related. Uh, we, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. And, and part of my teaching philosophy with my students, I love to build on their strengths and help them develop uh, their weaknesses. And so um, I realized, um, you know, uh, again, if we ask, and we talk about this with the Charles Novell School of Music, uh, helping you get to the next level. So, if you advance from one level to the next, that's a change. You are no longer at the, at point A because God has advanced you and moved you to point B. So, if I I've heard it preached this way and man, this connects for me. New levels, new devils. When you get into new areas within your music or your ministry, that means you're going to face different opposition. As well. You know, there are learning experiences in everything. So when something um, looks like it cha- changes, becomes a little more challenging. I mean, I'm in recital season with my students. We I have three recitals over the next couple weeks here, and I purposely give them music that is challenging because they're going to feel better about what they accomplish. On the other side of the recital, so don't don't be afraid of change. Don't be afraid if you're asking God to 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 take you to new levels. Don't be caught off guard when you get there because He hears us. He honors. He gives us the desires of our heart. That's what the Word tells us. So next thing, don't sweat the small stuff. The little things in life don't matter in the grand scheme of things. So if something goes wrong or you make a mistake. Don't stress out about it. It is simply, simply not worth it. So changing your perspective on um, maybe uh, how hard you're going to be on yourself. I like to say it this way. There's a thin line between constructive criticism and destructive criticism. Um, I tend to be one to over critique a performance um, that I do. And you know there are, there are times when when I'm playing. Sometimes my mindset is this: um, man, things are going to happen. If if I make a mistake as I'm playing the first verse of a song, my attitude is this: I have a second verse to get that right. I got another chance at this. So I'm not going to sweat the small stuff. I'm not going to worry that I just made that mistake because I have got a second opportunity to fix it. Now, if the second verse rolls around and I make the same mistake, here's the thing. My mindset is this. Here's my perspective. Okay. I've got another song. I have absolutely got another chance to redeem myself. So don't sweat the small stuff. Next thing, look at the bright side. Look on the bright side of things. You know, when we get into these um, difficult or challenging situations, try to look on the bright side. There's always a silver lining. We just simply have to find it. I I tell my students this and I'm I am learning this through this season. Not only did I have the thing with the veranda, but, uh, I've got some special dates coming up and I'm super excited about this. I'm going to be doing, um, some concerts. I was asked uh, by James Rainey to come and, uh, we've, we've got four or five concerts coming up over the next couple of weeks that we are doing together. And, uh, what an honor. Once again, when James asked me, uh, initially I'm like, that is James Rainey. I am not James Rainey, but again, the comparison thing, you know what? God has called Rob to be Rob. Rob's going to do what Rob does. We're going to show up. We're going to have a good time. I'm going to play some. He'll play some. We're going to do some things together. And you know what? The bottom line is this. If God gets the glory out of what we do, mission accomplished. So, uh, and, and prepping for all of these Christmas concerts, I'm, I'm doing more Christmas concerts this year than I've, I've ever ever done. And it stretches me. I'm not a big, I love listening to Christmas music, but, um, James and I were talking earlier today, not a big fan of playing Christmas music because we only play it, you know, six weeks out of the year from a, from a, an artist standpoint, you know, we're not doing, um, Away in a manger in May when we do a church service somewhere. So it's almost like relearning this music every single year. But the bright side of this is the challenge helps me, helps Rob develop the deadlines that are in front of me. Uh, I have got to, it helps me in small areas, time management. You know what? If I want to do a good job, if I want James to ask me to do this again, I need to show up prepared. So that means I need to be getting in as much practice as I can. So there's always that silver lining. Sometimes we just, we just simply have to find it. Uh, Next thing, don't take things for granted. We often take the things that we have for granted without realizing how lucky we are. Here's the thing. I just told you I'm doing these Christmas concerts. I could be doing zero. I could be doing zero. I am thankful that God is opening the doors for me to use my gifts and my talents to give him the glory and to encourage people. So we, we need to look, look around, um, you know, at the situations we have. One of the things we talked about up there was uh, feeling overlooked. And, and we've all been here. We've all all. all been in this area. I, I know for me, um, the last 18 years of my life at, at times has been a little confusing. We, we moved from Ohio to Georgia to be on a church staff. And um, I think I came down with uh, levels of um, expectation and maybe thinking of ways that I could use the talents that God had given me to plug in uh, to the church and um, be effective uh, personally, corporately, for the church. And, um, man, music is all I've, I've ever known. I've grown up uh, in a very musical home. Um, was you know My dad balanced me on a piano bench when I was a tiny little guy and um, from a contemporary Christian band that I had in the 80s to going out and being full-time with groups and being on the road and doing session work. uh, since I was 13 I, I think I just always just assumed that music would be part of what I would do so I get to Georgia to this church job and over the last 18 years actually the end of 18 I, I uh, was a situation where we we're finishing out the year and um, God began to challenge challenge me I looked uh, I came down to do two things at the church by the end of and that was in 2005. By the end of um, 2018, that had grown to, I was in charge of 17 things at the church that I was at. Not a one of them were musically related. Not a one. Wasn't playing at the church, wasn't doing anything musically at the church. And that, man, that was an area of confusion for me because once I would leave the church campus, everything I did was music. From teaching privately at a a, a couple different academies here in in Georgia, to my recording studio, working with Christian artists and helping them produce projects, to running the Charles Novell School of Music. You know, everything outside of the church position was all musically related. And, you know, the enemy will use little things like that to come to you and challenge you and say, well, you know, apparently you're not good enough. Or they don't like what you do or this or that. And, you know, again, if we start thinking negatively, negative thinking produces negative results. Um, you know, the, the the quote earlier, man, it either becomes our prison or our passport. And so God really challenged me to change my way of thinking and start to realize, um, you know, what I was thankful for. Not being involved musically at the church allowed me to be more thankful for everything I was doing musically outside of the church. And God began to use that to just really help me and 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 stretch me, grow me, um, strengthen my faith and my reliance on Him to lead me where He needed to lead me. So don't take the little things for granted. Don't overthink things. All right, next, don't be afraid— to try new things. Try new things is a great way to expand your horizons and learn new things. It can also be a lot of fun. So yes, I wasn't doing music at the church, but guess what? The things that I was doing began to develop other areas within me, within leadership, um, setting uh, examples for how I would say, say even lead the Charles Nouvelle School of Music. So don't be afraid of trying new things. Some of these uh, Christmas arrangements that I'm working on are stretching me again. They're, they're, they're forcing me to step a little out of the box. We all can have our comfort zone. So uh, changing our perspective on how we view things, uh, when the opportunity comes for us to think outside of the box and do new things, don't be afraid of that challenge. The next thing, don't be afraid to fail. Y'all, failure is part of life. And it's something that can't be avoided. The key is to learn from our failures and move on. Uh, two things pop to mind. Uh, if you don't know the story of Abraham Lincoln, I can't. I can't quote it ver- verbatim. Google the success and failures of Abraham Lincoln. It's an. It's an. <laughs> it is such an encouraging. Story to see what all he went through before he actually became President Abraham Lincoln, he did not give up when he failed. he turned that failure into motivation to push him forward. The other thing I think of a uh, big sports guy here, basketball guy uh, huge was a huge kobe Bryant fan, and i 'll never forget the end of um, it was a in the NBA Finals the end of the game, the, um, they interviewed Kobe. And um, they're like, okay, so um, what needs to change for you to win, I think, game six and win the NBA championship? And he looked uh, at her, the lady interviewing him, and then he looked at the, uh, the, the camera and he said, we must adjust and advance. And he turned around and walked off. Man, that was so profound for me because failures are going to happen. We're going to go through situations that maybe we um, are not 100% pleased. There's times I have left a church or a a building or auditorium and did not feel 100% great about my performance at that particular time. You know, I could either... Uh, allow those negative thoughts to imprison me, or I could allow, uh, I could change those thoughts. My perspective could change and I could see it as a learning experience, as a way to make sure that didn't happen again, that I could develop and grow and advance from that. So don't be afraid to fail. Also, don't be too hard on yourself. We talked a while ago, a thin line between constructive and destructive criticism. I am my own worst critic. I am constantly replaying and redoing in my head because I just, I'm a bar setter and I just want to keep right. I want to be the best that I can be not for Rob, but for God, he did so much for us, you all, and is asking so little in return, but I believe he deserves our excellence. I, I believe he deserves our a games. Don't, don't be too hard on yourselves. You know, Uh, We beat ourselves up over the smallest things at times. Self-criticism, though, can do more harm than good. So speak kindly to yourself. And at times when needed, give yourself a break. What's another way we can change our perspective? Um, I love this one. Spend time with positive people. Surrounding yourself with positive people is one of the best things you can do. For your mental health, negative people will only bring you down while positive people will lift you up. Uh, man, I have I, I could give you stories on both sides of the, the fence right here with the negative and positive people um, recently. Man, I, I God just really challenges me. There was some negativity happening that just I spring cleaning in the fall, you know. Uh, it was time to get rid of some things that, that were unnecessary. Um, man, negative people are going to bring you down. They are constantly complaining about... Um, we talked a lot about the victim mentality last week uh, on the podcast on, you know, your thoughts can control you. You know, if you're constantly thinking negative, man, nothing good can come out of that. I I've just, man, I have... Been around people that um, constantly blame th- their current position. They constantly blame situations and other people for things that they've done themselves. Man, one of my favorite scenes in The Wizard of Oz is when they're going down that long hallway to see the wizard, and, um, you know, the lion is sent out, and, you know, he he screams and runs back and, and, you know, someone pulled his tail. And, you know, Dorothy says, you pulled it yourself. Uh, Man, people tend to get themselves into these ruts that we talked about because of their negative attitudes. And you know what? If they can't move forward, they're not going to help you move forward. So get rid of the negativity in your life and replace it with With positive. On the other hand, man, I have got about um, eight to 10 people in my life that are extremely positive people that when I'm around them, when I spend time with them, there's two. They know who they are. When I have to go to Nashville for some business meetings, I look forward to it because I'm going to spend a day, an afternoon, even if it's just a quick hour meeting with some of the most positive people that God has placed in my life. And I'm going to leave there a better person because of having been around them. Their outlook on things is is great. Even if our meeting has us talking about something that needs to um, develop or change or, or maybe improve their approach on it, Is always positive. And man, I do. I leave there just feeling so uplifted. Some of these meetings, I I take me in, I have the meeting, and then I come right back to Atlanta. And some of the drives back to Atlanta are some of the shortest trips I've ever taken because I'm on such a high from having been around these positive people. So if you want to change your perspective on your situation, start surrounding yourself with positive people, remove the negative people from your life. Just a couple other things I want to talk about. um, And then we're going to wrap up. Stop worrying so much about things. Worrying does nothing but create stress and anxiety. So learn to get out of your worries and live in the present moment. Again, this is where we talked earlier, just being grateful for things. Um, If you get yourself in a challenging situation, look on the bright side. The silver lining is this. God is using that situation to grow you, to expand you, and to move you forward to what he's got waiting for you to do. So stop worrying so much. Next thing, believe in yourself. When you believe in yourself, anything is possible. So have faith in yourself. Don't give up on your dreams. Do you know how many people I I see, um, have, have pushed things aside and, um, Man, I, I believe God gives us these dreams for us to accomplish, not for us to set aside and um, you know, place on the side of the road. I, I took a picture a couple of years ago, I was driving through Nashville on the way to the music school, and I passed a U-Haul trailer sitting on the side of the road. And I took a picture of it and I posted it on social media. And I'm like, well, someone, else, someone else's dream died in Nashville. You know, They just unhooked the U-Haul trailer right there when they were moving to Nashville and they were told, nope, you can't do this. They just unhooked the U-Haul and left it right there on the side of the road and took off. So believe in yourself. Don't give up on your dreams. God has called you to do something. Changing your perspective on where you currently are is how you can get out of that rut and move forward. Last thing, just simply be yourself. We already talked about that comparison game. Be true to yourself. Don't try to be someone that you're not. When you're authentic, you'll be happier and more content. Here's the other thing about being real and being genuine and being authentic. The people that we interact with through ministry, they see authentic. They want authentic. They also can spot the fake. They deal with the fake so much that they are hungry for the authentic. So, if you're true to yourself, you can be a better minister of the gospel. When you believe in yourself and you work musically from the area of where you are, man, you're going to be more happy. You're going to be more content. And when you do, when you get a handle on changing your perspective on your thoughts and the way you view things, you're going to find out right away that that's going to make it your what? Your best day yet. Y'all be blessed. Thanks for listening to the Charles Novell School of Music podcast, The Best Day Yet. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under the name The Charles Novell School of Music. And for more information on CNS and our upcoming events like our online school, our weekend regional sessions, our creative coaching, and our pastor's retreat, you can visit us at our website at www.cnsmusic.com. As you've listened to this episode, we hope that you've gained some information that you can apply to your music and to your ministry to make today the best day yet.